How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. It's a very, very special honor. I'm Paula Creamer, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Well, we're waiting. Hi, this is Martin Cove, a.k.a. John Kreese from Cobra Kai, and you're listening to Golf Talk Live. Welcome to another edition of the 19th Hole, brought to you by Golf Talk Live. I am Alan DePue, and guys, I'm joined by Christian Nazamus and Andrew DePue, my co-host for this little journey. Tony Leodora on assignment, as always, because he is the traveling golfer. Gentlemen, que pasa? Another day in paradise. What's going on, guys? How are we doing? Living the dream, one nightmare at a time. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. All right, they're not one of our. They're not one of our. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm going already off the off the uh, show notes here, but they're not even one of our sponsors. But I'm telling you right now, I stopped at Wawa on the way home, grabbed myself a Cliff Bar coffee collection. Highly recommend it. Delish. They're good golf snacks to have. Good you golf know, snacks. Give you a little to extra have. boost boost of energy on the golf course. You know. Yeah. Isn't it their like their oat? Is it called oatmeal raisin or something like that? They have that's pretty solid too. Not bad. This thing comes with, let me read this thing because with my old eyes here, it says one shot of espresso in every bar. Wow. Can't go good. wrong with that. You know, when you got to make those birdies on the golf course, gotta, you got to have a cliff bar. Yeah. Got to be focused. You know who, you know who's making some birdies? Who's that? Patty Tapkanikin. That was pretty wow. solid. I didn't think you were actually going to be able to say her name correctly, so I'll give you props for that. Thank you so much. That was that was good. And also, Lydia Cohen made a lot of birdies in her final round, too. Well, we're going to get to that in a second because we got to give due props to the winner, Patty. Amazing performance. Four rounds in the 60s. Basically a rookie. I mean, she actually played. Uh, she was low amateur at the 2019 U.S. Open. I mean, last year was a botched year with COVID. So, I mean, she's basically a rookie this year. And... Boys, holy hell, can she hit the hell out of the ball? She's got very pure golf swing, and she's got nerves of steel. I mean, she's, she put up a bogey-free round in her final round to win her first tournament and her first major. That was pretty impressive, the way she handled herself, too. Average in, like, 325 and just pipeline. Oh, she it. pounds the ball, and yeah. especially with who was behind her, too, coming up the leaderboard and charging up that. Oh, my God, it was just a phenomenal round of golf by her. Well, she said she didn't even look at the leaderboard. And, by the way, charging up the leaderboard, Andrew, that was your pick. I know you were probably, you know, hoping that she could get there, but it didn't happen. It is what it is. I mean, my picks have been about as stellar as my golf game of late, so it's okay. I mean, we'll, we'll go with it. Well, we're speaking of, obviously, uh, charging up the leaderboard was uh, Lydia Ko, uh, I mean, a legend uh, in the game, fires a 62, and it is the lowest round, competitive round ever in a major. Um, I think Patty went out there with the thoughts that the final round was formality. She had opened up such a lead, but suddenly here comes Lydia Ko out of nowhere. I mean, the only thing that would have been more impressive is to truly track her down shooting that kind of round. I mean, obviously, yeah, lowest round in major history is pretty cool thing to have and say, but at the end of the day, golf is judged by the winners, not by just you shot a low round. So I think it's impressive that she was able to pull it off. I wish she would have been able to get the full job done. That would have been an even cooler story. But 
we digress. That's why we get to sit here in the seats and not out on the golf course playing in their position because we can't do what they do. So, we, you know, we uh, we give their hats off where they're due and we critique when we can if it's even possible because they're so good at the game that, well, that's just really hard to do sometimes. So. So yeah, that, no, I, that I was agree. Like, I Andrew, was... that was like a long ways of saying they're really good and we suck. Basically, yes. <laughs> Although I think it was just I a big key playing in a, in a nice little scramble on Friday afternoon. So maybe I'll be able to like only hit a good driver and then nothing else. So that way we don't have to worry about it. Well, I can tell you that your putting is not going to be good. I, that, I so. was waiting for it. I'm just saying, you insert, just left the door wide open in, for that one. Insert comment right there. I switched to the old putter. It's back in the bag. I've only putted one round with it, but it was pretty spot on. Who are you playing with? Uh, I was playing with a couple of guys. Okay. They can attest. One over. It was only nine holes, but it was one over. We're going to need their names and numbers so we can text them to see if it's legit. That's all you need to do. Hey, I'm just saying. All right. I'm just, you got to be rolling the rock well. All right. Cause you don't do that. I will, I'll well, be honest. I was, we I was get... hitting it to about five feet, 10 feet. And then the aerated <laughs> greens uh, did not do me well. I uh, hit a few bumps and potholes in the way and only made pars instead of birdies, but it's whatever. Can we get back to the people that really know how to play the game and have that conversation a little bit more? Okay. I mean, listen, we, we, you know, ramble on here and there and just let the, I'm the only one allowed to go off the, off the rails on the show. That's not true at all. Not true at all. Not allowed to do that. So Christian, as the more accomplished golfer out of the three of us, what did you think of her golf swing? Oh, Patty's. Yeah. Oh, I think it was phenomenal. It was just like, if you're trying to really learn the game, you have to watch somebody like her because she just has from point A to point B, the way she just, her swing is just so pure. It's so easy. It's just, there's nothing to it. I mean, she doesn't really go after it. She's smooth swinging. And it was, I, I watched every, mostly every shot of hers in the final round because it was just, it, it was just phenomenal to watch. And I think she had nerves of steel and I think she played phenomenal. I think personally speaking, her swing is probably one of the purest out there, both men and women tours. If I'm going to be honest, I think, she, I mean, she I has, mean, she has a just pure golf swing. I when I think pure golf swings, I mean, I think guys like Adam Scott, I think her, um, who's the other one? You, you got guys like Louis Oostage yeah, and Charles Swartzel. Louis, like those, yeah. those three right there are the guys that you try to mimic on the, on a PGA tour. Right. But then you have people like, you know, you could even throw up there Lydia Ko or now Patty. I can't even pronounce her last name because I'll botch it. But, you know, I'm now, but you take people like them now and it's like, you know, now they're really kind of hopefully, you know, guiding the path for LPGA golfers to really kind of mimic their swings because they're just they're so pure and they're so nice to watch. I think I think the thing I think it was even noted on the, on the telecast. What I take away is just her footwork, her balance. And and this is a this is a strange word and and I I'll even go back turn the clock back like twenty years with Tiger Tiger threw out this word and I think everybody kind of like looked at him like what's he talking about explosiveness she she fires through the ball her lower body her left hip clears away and it just she can then drop it inside and just crush it 
Yep. I mean, and her putting stroke too is like it, it is just the easiest thing in the world. She told she talked about how she has such a light grip to her putter too after the round was over. I read an article about it, and um, I mean she just she just like gets a point right in front of her ball right before she's about to hit it and address it. Um, you know, I don't I don't know if she used the line or not, but it could be a, a point right in front of her ball that she kind of really starts the ball off on a good note. And then if she says if she has the right speed, then you know she just puts a good stroke on it. But her head is still, her body is still. It's just. Andrew, do you think she, you know, what she's just rolling the rock really well, or what, where are we going with this? Well, or does she? I'm trying to throw you the. Uh, you, you should take notes from her. We'll put it that way. I, let's put it this way. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, she's definitely got a phenomenal putting stroke. I'm already taking notes because that's the only way I can uh, eventually get better. But. We digress because there's one other way to get better, and that is, and I now I'm, I'm understanding where you're going with this. It was a really bad hint. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm too tired to uh, to pick up on the hints tonight. But we we always talk about these guys. We can't talk about anybody but these guys because you can't talk about rolling the rock without talking about perfect practice putting mats. These mats are the real deal. If you're looking to get better at putting right now, right before the start of the official golf season, which uh, with Masters Week, I know this is a little bit ahead, but with Masters Week rolling upon us, which is the unofficial kickoff to Matt, you know, golf, it's obviously right now. So definitely need to get the last minute work in. They come in three main sizes, all the way from their compact edition up to their XL version that stretches out to 15 feet when fully extended. And if you're looking to get your practice in again, last minute, right before the golf season officially kicks off, use our code GTL15. Again, that's code GTL15 for 15% off. You're mad today, and again, I can't emphasize this enough. If they're good enough for world number one Dustin Johnson, they're definitely going to be good enough for you, and they're going to help you out just as like they helped him out. So have to give the big shout-out where they're due. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say this. I'll close with my one last statement. You know, I, I think the uh, the saying goes, and you got him hanging on the wall there. Ben Hogan said it's, it's one of those swings where you want to have – you can look, pick a target, put your head down, Make sure you're lined up and then swing. That's all you need. And, and that's what the ease of her golf swing is. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty, pretty stellar. And her putting stroke is about the same. She just picks her spot and, and goes with it. I, I don't vaguely recall Hogan saying that, but I do recall Hogan saying the good swing is in the dirt. And uh, she certainly put in the practice to get to the level where she's at. So uh, again, well, I can find it because the PGA Tour posted it. So, ha. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I can tell you too. We're, talking, we're getting to the guy, but we're going to talk about Jordan Spieth. And they brought him up, and this is when they brought it up. So, well, I look for, I look forward time. to you. I look forward to you bringing out, you know, bringing this up later on. But uh, hey, one last con- final thought about the ANA inspiration. Uh, Lydia Co. Amazing round. It was truly a pleasure to watch. And Patty Tapkanikit, a force to be reckoned with. I think we're going to see the first of many future victories from her. And uh, kudos on the opportunity to hop into Poppy's Pond and join a long list of LPGA greats. So that was uh, that was good stuff. But I'll tell you what, we have already mentioned, if we haven't mentioned, we all ought to know what week it is. I already, I just mentioned it. Yeah. You must be a arguably the best week of the entire golf calendar. The official Without question. I'm telling you, the official Without question. Of the game. So we have gone 
to great lengths to find some uniqueness here. And for example, the traveling golfer himself, Tony Leodora, down in Augusta, there are paintings, there are unique murals and what have you. He caught up with Linda Hartow, who actually is a world-renowned uh, impressionist and has many paintings hanging in Augusta National. Tony, take it away. Thank you, Alan. Well, folks, kicking off Masters Week, every golfer worth his or her salt has their eyes focused squarely on Augusta National. Even if they're only peering in from the outside, we have someone who has been on the inside many, many times. And you can see her work hanging in the clubhouse at Augusta National. Her name is Linda Harto a very renowned artist, and it's great to have her back on Golf Talk Live. Linda, great to talk to you. Um, great to talk to you again, too, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's always great to talk to you, and it's been a little while, but I mm -hmm. note that you have been quite busy. Your paintings continue, whether their work involving you know, the U.S. Open paintings are famous over the years, and, of course, your paintings at Augusta National, where you have gotten onto the property. And what's the number, again, total of paintings that you have done for Augusta National or about Augusta National? Well, uh, 24. Wow. Uh, a lot of times now I don't do every hole. I've done the 13th hole six times. <laughs> <laughs> so... So it adds up to 24 with all the different holes. I, I'm, I'm going to guess that there is, just as a player gets a special rise when they go out and, and compete on the course at Augusta National, um, that there's the same type of feeling when you go out to paint a painting there. You, you know that you've stepped into the big time. Yeah, you get a very different feeling there, for sure. It's, it's, yeah, you know it the minute you sit on the property. So I'm going to guess also the first time there you were in a little bit of awe. Has that, <laughs> yeah. ha, and have you gotten over that now? Uh, yeah, well, n that was in 1984. Oh, my goodness. And I really, you know, didn't know. Well, I knew, uh, you know, of course I knew about the Masters and all that, but but I didn't really, it didn't hit home exactly how important that was <laughs> until some time later. Yeah. Not too much later, but, you know, definitely right at the first, it was, it was quite an experience. Yeah. The, through the years, uh, the people who have come to Augusta for the Masters, Every time I talk to them, you know, somebody says, well, you know, my favorite hole or my favorite spot on the course. Do you have one? Well, that, I guess that 11, 12, 13, you know, have to be the favorites. Uh, They're they just so spectacular in so many ways, just composition-wise, yeah. color-wise, and, and importance, you know, it's 
you can't help but be gravitating right there, especially the stands right there at 11 and 12. I think that's probably most people's favorite spot besides maybe the 16th hole with the 15th. Well, 11, 12, and 13, I'll have to say amen to that myself. Oops. Yeah. Kinda, <laughs> no, yeah. no, Her- Herbert Warren wins said it already, so. <laughs> yeah, pretty well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the great, great golf writer um, tabbed the term amen corner, but uh, we can never get it out of our minds ever since then. Well, Linda, it's going to be great to have the Masters back in its regular spot this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be thinking yeah. of you when we're at, I'm watching it and, and, and seeing some of the spots again and saying, you know, Linda has a painting from this spot or that spot, and it's going to be yeah. great. <laughs> and, you know, you're not the only person who has ever done any golf art, but you're one of the founders mm-hmm. of something that sort of commemorates that, the Academy of Golf Art. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, we formed that in around, I guess it was 2004, and that was after uh, Golf Digest had gotten a lot of the golf artists together for a kind of an art festival in Pinehurst, probably 2002 and three. I think they did a couple of them. And that got us all together, and we all started talking, and we thought, hey, you know, we really need to organize. So a few of us got busy and did all the legal work and got all the papers done and formed the academy. Well, all I can say is uh, a special thanks to you for the work you have done in the world of golf and continue to do. Uh, you certainly bring a bit of color to it, and we're going to be thinking of it this week. And we thank you for adding a little bit of Masters color to the start of Masters week right here on Golf Talk Live. Linda Harto, the best yeah. way to find out more about your work, your website. And it uh, is? It's just harto.com, and that's H-A-R-T-O-U-G-H. And we do run, uh, periodically, we run a Guess the Winner contest, and we're certainly having one Masters Week, which we'll be giving away a limited edition print to the winner. So that's worth doing, I think. <laughs> that's... You have to sign up for the email, though. We don't put that on the website. You have to get the email to respond you know with your pick right right so but we do it for u.s open and we do it for a lot of the major tournaments uh it's just kind of fun to have these contests good again harto.com h-a-r-t-o-u-g-h linda harto bringing a little bit of color to masters week thanks again okay back to you boys at the 19th hole Alrighty, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Linda. Appreciate you coming on to Golf Talk Live in the 19th hole. And guys, as she mentioned, they run a contest opportunity. Go to her website, have a chance to win a painting. They do that every year. One of the paintings, maybe not the ones that's hanging in Augusta, but a pretty, pretty nice artwork. I, mean, I could use them for my apartment. Honestly, I wish I, I mean, yeah. I got, I I got get, some free walls oh. and need some, you know, masters and got more golf on the walls as if, you know, there wasn't enough already, but we'll go with that. I've got, I've got artwork behind me. Always room for more. That's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. So Jordan Spieth, 
I knew this was coming. All right. First off, I want to give, you know, the listening audience, really, I was going to pick him first, but you snuck right in before me and had to pick first that week. So I was a little salty about it when you had, when you pick first and you saw my reaction when you picked them. All right. I'll say this. He finally looks like he calmed the nerves and we can't talk about calming the nerves unless we bring up our good friends over at Yips. So I have to give them obviously shout out because his nerves were pretty much nerves of steel over the course of the weekend and can't also give them the shout out without saying to our listening audience that Yips is the official CBD and herbal supplement of Golf Talk Live and the 19th hole. It's the world's first full spectrum CBD supplement. They have figured out a way to create a product with zero loss to the degradation and plant strain profile, which is known as the Lacey effect. There are no toxins, additives, or chemicals like the other big CBD brands, which is fantastic as we obviously want to put the best stuff in our bodies. And it's created with all organic, non-GMO, and gluten-free ingredients. So, again, if you're looking for a way to get a hold of this phenomenal product, be sure to use our code GTL10. Again, that's GTL10 for 10% off on their website today and start being able to see those great results immediately. So have to give them the shout out, obviously, where they're due. But yes, we need to talk about the Bavalero. Jordan Spieth, I think, is finally back. And it's just in time for Augusta National. And if I could be looking forward to a guy getting back in, in form right before Augusta, it'd probably be Jordan. So super, super happy. All I'm, all I'm going to say is, I, guys, it wasn't even three months ago. And we were sitting here going, he's going through swing changes, swing swing changes, et cetera, et cetera. And I, 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 I can remember the conversation. We said, is he really going through swing changes or is it just simply a mental confidence level? And that Butch Harmon was over there playing the puppeteer that he is going, oh, those are going to fall for you. Those are going to fall for you. You keep hitting a shot. Oh, that looks good. That looks, I can, he, having given golf lessons, I can hear him on the range. Oh, that's, that swing's looking good. The swing's looking good. And it just a natural progression. And, you know, I think this is great for golf. I think Jordan Spieth is the type of role model that golfers, young golfers need. And I can't be happier for this guy. I'll tell you again, I was watching it over the weekend. I can't remember which announcer made the comment. So I apologize, apologies there for our listening, you know, viewers and audience, but um, they made the comment that tiger obviously has the tiger effect, but if there's another guy on tour that has the same effect, maybe not to the same level as tiger. Cause obviously tiger is tiger. It's Jordan, and it's because of how great of a role. Like everybody, you you know, nobody that you talk to hates Jordan. They may hate his talent because they're you know obviously not as good as him. But guys like Jordan bring in the crowds that they bring in, and when people see Jordan playing good golf, they bring in similar to the level you know that the other greats do, and and it's it's a good thing for the game because. This game has promoted so many players that have been great athletes, both, you know, on and off the course for so long that we have this generational talent, in my opinion, that is like that in Jordan's speed. So to see him get back and we were, we, we were all were, we all said, this is, this is going to be months upon months of recovery before he's finally able to get back into the winner's circle and, I, I can't be more proud of the dude. I think he's a phenomenal talent. I hope he comes into Augusta National 
and just takes the house down and, and shows like what he's truly about. Do I think it'll happen? I don't know, but I, it would be something else to have Sunday morning and Jordan Spieth's top. Christian, what do you, Christian, what do you think? No, like both you guys alluded to, obviously, I think it's, it's so great for the game that he not only won, but you could just tell what it meant to him afterwards. You know, he always used the word. It was a monumental win for me. Right. And I think he has to give a lot of the credit to Butch. Obviously, I think Butch got him to where he was winning that tournament because, again, it was like, like Alan, like you said, it was three months ago we were talking about the guy was missing cuts every week. And now, you know, ever since of late, I mean, he's been playing better than Dustin Johnson as of late. He has more top tens than Dustin Johnson and more, more top tens than any other top player in the world. I mean, he's been playing really, really, really great golf the last few months. And I, I think he has the confidence right now that he can go into Augusta and he can go back to back this week. I mean, I think he has the confidence to do it. Um, I would love to see, like Andrew said, I would love to see Sunday morning come up and he's either in the lead or a few shots behind the lead. I mean, I would love to see that come. And I think a lot of other people now having patrons back this week would love to see that as well. Do you think? Well, 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 we, we, we're going to dive into more of that on, on obviously our, our master show on Thursday, but, Let's talk. Let's dive back into the Valero. Did anything else catch you? Like, yeah, I was uh, Charlie Hoffman caught my eye big time. I think I, I saw a stat. I think in the I want I don't know how far I went back, but I'm pretty sure he's like ninety or ninety six under par out of his career. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Ninety nine. Okay, under so par. I mean, first off, Charlie played amazing. I think he had a really great week. Um, took a lot of positives from that. You throw, um, you throw out his first round where he's, he's plus three in the yep. first round. He plus throw out his first, first round, round and he, he handles this tournament easily. Absolutely. He loves the golf course. He loves playing in Texas. Um, I think it was phenomenal that, you know, Jordan held him off just because I think that he was coming off two really good rounds in a row and he really found a swing. But again, I mean, it, that's just a tournament too. And I think, honestly, I'm going to go back to my boy, Ricky. Ricky played, that was his best tournament of – he didn't he didn't ultimately win but yeah that was I, his best showing of the year honestly tipping of the cap for ricky i mean looking at this leaderboard here's another name that i'll be honest um i'm kind of excited to see uh gary woodland i the dude obviously us open champ we all know what he what he's done but i mean that's always a cool one and then Cameron Tringali, I thought this dude was a was a stud. I mean, he fell off a little bit, but he was he was a phenomenal talent too. Um, there's a couple of guys that I'm definitely looking ex- looking forward to seeing um, in the weeks to come. You know, especially those that make it to Augusta, um, just because of the talent that they can bring and what they can take to to the you know different venues. But um, definitely some hats off performances for sure. Well, there's, I mean, there, it, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and the if and that, that. I mean, that's what the whole purpose of behind the 19th hole is. We we analyze and speculate and what have you. Let's, so here's mine. Let's go back to your boy, Ricky. I mean, if he throws out the opening plus four, right? He's T6. If he just shoots par. I agree. Yeah. I mean, but again, no, I think Ricky takes a lot of positives out of that week. Yes, I know he's not playing this week and I know that's probably, you know, playing a huge factor for him right now because I actually playing. think not playing this week is going to benefit Ricky Fowler more. I was just going to say career. that. 
I, I, I think so too. I think it's going to be kind of a pep in the step for him right now. Going back to the weeks to come, um, I do think that he's going to really work hard, harder pretty much than he ever has before personally, because I think Ricky, not only is he ticked off about not going to the Augusta, but I know for a fact that he wants to win more tournaments. He wants to win majors. He wants to make, uh, win, make cuts, all that stuff. So I, I think, like you said, Alan, I think it's going to be better for him in the long term. Without question. I think the, uh, the only other thing to really take away from this week, um, obviously, again, this is like the last ticket to Augusta kind of thing. Um, I, I wish if it was me, um, I wish Jordan would have found this like a week before this or like two weeks before this because it's so hard. Like I keep going back. It's so hard to win back-to-back weeks especially in a major that like I would have loved to see Jordan pull the win out somewhere else right before this, just so that he has a, all right, maybe I play an average week, but then I figure it out again at Augusta. Um, But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of great performances. I actually think Ricky's going to take this week if he's smart, which he obviously is, he's a professional. I think he takes this week and he hits thousands upon thousands of golf balls and works out every single issue on the putting stroke. And he comes out then firing at every single pin that he sees from here on out for the rest of the season. Because if, if I'm Ricky Fowler, I have a chip on my shoulder because this is the first time that I'm not at Augusta. And that's, that's a big thing for him. He said it, he, uh, Christian, as you alluded to, he said it multiple times that other than maybe like Bay Hill, like these ones mean the most. So I, I hope he comes out and just fires at all pins from here on out for the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, I, it's tough to say because I think that he is going to obviously tune in every day and watch. I do think he's going to be rooting for his friends to win and stuff like that. But, you know, I almost think Ricky not works on the ball striking this week. I think he more works on the putting. Um, I don't think Ricky's going to do a lot of practicing this week, to be honest with you. I think Ricky's just going to take a week, watch the, watch the masters. Um, kind of kick back, relax, watch it with family and stuff like that. And uh, I don't, I don't see him doing a lot of practicing this week, just for the sole reason. Here's an an interesting question. And we don't know yet. Does he even watch the masters as a fan of golf, as a guy who should be there? Does he, does he even watch it? That's the question. But I think he does. But before you answer that, I got to, once again, I got to throw in there. My pick came in first. Yes. And my dark horse finished 12th. Pretty good week for AD. My first pick was off to a hot start in the first round, minus four through seven holes. I thought that was going to be like a shoe-in, Jordan Scotty kind of playoff. You know, that's how it was shaping up to be. And then my other dark horse pick was also four under par through five holes, but ended up missing the cut. So both my guys fell off the deep end. We'll say second round, Scotty Shuffler threw up a 78 and uh, completely took himself out of contention of the tournament. But, no, I think, uh, Alan, you had a great week. Congratulations on the win. It's going to be your you. only one of the year. Thank so you so much. Enjoy it. enjoy it while you can. Yeah. You know you know how the, there's a trend here? You and I both have wins now on the season. And we do. Doesn't, yeah, we do. Yeah, it's, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. You do. Oh, well. <laughs> and since his game's not – since his game's – Apparently not doing too well. I probably shouldn't challenge Daniel Kane to a, another match today, so I'll skip that for this week's show. Okay. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. But 
I will say, obviously, you know, we uh, we need to get to the look ahead because it's going to be super exciting. So I'm super duper excited to have the Thursday show. Hopefully the listening audience will be sure to tune in and tell all their friends because quite frankly, I have some uh, cool things in store. I have some stuff that you guys don't even know about. That oh, I do you have news? Oh, I have some news. I have some news, news. Have you, have you researched? Is your show notes like in, impressive? They're all right. They're okay. All right. You'll have to wait right. and find out. Good deal. All right. So closing thoughts for our Monday show. It's going to be a brief one, folks. Not to take any way away, thing away from Patty or Jordan. They both had incredible performances, but I just want to get to a, I want to get to Thursday in our Augusta show. We did come out a little bit late today, Monday, but that was because we were all celebrating the holiday. Hopefully, everyone that's listening to this, if you do celebrate uh, Easter, we hope that you had a safe and enjoyable one with your friends and family if they were nearby. And uh, my closing thoughts are our product of the month for the month of April, Vegas Golf the Game. Check them out. Cool game. We're going to be talking to them soon. Uh, You can find a link on our website, golftalklive.net. You can also find them on our social media. So Vegas Golf the Game. Christian, final thoughts? Yeah, obviously I say it every week. Um, You know, hopefully you guys can uh, continue to follow us on this amazing journey that we're doing. Um, Continue to follow us on, uh, you know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, You know, we're Doing a lot of great things here in 2021. Hopefully that you guys can uh, continue to give us feedback on what we can and cannot do to get better. Um, But like Alan mentioned, hopefully you guys had a very blessed and happy uh, Easter with your friends and family. Obviously, we're looking forward to now the Masters coming up this week. It's going to be a great week, special week. And uh, we have a lot to talk about in our Thursday show. So hopefully you guys tune in for that one. But obviously, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you guys on Thursday. My closing thoughts are uh, I will be having the Augusta music playing tomorrow morning as I wake up. Um, I already have the Masters app downloaded onto my Fire Stick so that I can be watching that in the background as I proceed to also try to get some work done if that's possible. Um, Just kidding. Obviously, we'll try to get the work done first and foremost, but um Hats off to both winners this week. Big weeks for both of them for obvious reasons. And uh, we will see you guys on Thursday again. Um, If you are tuning in, this will be going out obviously a little bit later than normal. Uh, If you're seeing this either Tuesday morning or Monday evening, it is due to the holiday, as Alan mentioned. Um, Wanted to be able to spend time with our family and friends. And so do appreciate your understanding for that. But again, looking forward to our normal Thursday show release. All things Augusta, all things Masters. Looking forward to it. Guys, thanks for stopping by the 19th hole. My, uh, I'm going to steal this line. My drink is empty. Hopefully you guys get yours, and uh, we'll go from there. Christian, hit it long and straight because it beats short and crooked. Conveniently located in Harleysville, just off the Lansdale exit of the Northeast Extension, the player-friendly Mainland Golf Course offers excellent playing conditions at affordable rates. It is a perfect host site for your next corporate outing. And after each round, the golf experience at Mainland Golf Course can be enhanced by visiting the Mainland Grill, serving lunch and dinner daily. For more information, go to mainlandgolf.com. And don't forget their sister courses, Bella Vista Golf Course in Gilbertsville and Morgan Hill in Easton.